All right, guys, there's a, um, a conversation going on in the group this morning. It's a good question. It's a good conversation is stationary versus moving. What's a better way to do interdiction? And, uh, you know, instead of just commenting on it, I figured we'd do a video just so I could help everybody else understand. People are new in the group. Uh, you know, look, have an open mind to the things that we're saying here. They are useful. They are important. I get sometimes people are apprehensive to accept that there's other forms and ways to do things and coming in and never hearing perspective about what police work actually looks like could be terrifying or exciting or eye-opening but here's here's the deal <clears throat> i get that a lot of people aren't going to have the opportunity this year to go to my training or anybody else's training that's associated with this company as our instructors so i'm going to give you some real practical simple advice and i advocate this non-stop i might probably sound like a broken record at this point for advocating it over and over again but let me just give it to you very very plain and simple if you just open your eyes and start looking around, you're going to be amazed at what you see. You are going to be shocked at the things you've never seen before. And the name of the game is when you get into this patrol car, you put your uniform on and you go out and you're getting into police work. Being observant is probably the most keen skill you'll ever get in your life. The ability to look around and have your head on a swivel 360 degrees, mirrors out to the right, out to the left, what is going on? What is happening? What is changing because you're present? What are people doing inside cars? What are people doing as they pass you in the opposite direction or around you? Are they backing down off of you? Are they passing your car like this guy over here? He's passed. If I was in a police car and somebody did that to me, I would have no interest in a vehicle like that because nobody engaged in criminal activity is going to take that kind of action and pass a police car, right? So things to think about. And it does take time to figure out the puzzle. The one thing I could tell you to stop doing is stop worrying about license plates. If you have an automatic license plate reader and that thing's running the whole time, great. Problem is we end up becoming used to technology. And I know a lot of people went to field training and they, they're told, hey, how good are your eyes? You know what I mean? Like how fast can you get plates in? And the, the both of you are working in tandem to try to get plates into the computer as fast as you possibly can. But the reality is it's, it's such a dumb tactic. Right? People will argue because they, they, they take offense to it. Oh, well, one time I ran a plane and I got an unregistered vehicle. Then I smelled weed and found the gun. Look, I get it. I get that there's some factual detail to having the luck of pumping the right play in. But you'd be shocked at how good your skill will become and your ratios of success will increase by merely opening your eyes and looking around. Just open your eyes. Look around. Look what's going on around you. Stop worrying about license plates. For the love of God, please stop running license plates. It is the dumbest way to do police work. And you know what? Maybe you've never been told this before. Maybe your whole agency, like mine did years ago, ran license plates. But think about this. And I've said it 150,000 times. I could be exaggeratory there. Um. When's the last time you ran a plate and it said, guy in back seat has warrant for arrest, not wearing his seatbelt, looked at you and is nervous that you're there and began smoking? It never said that. When's the last time it said, ounce of methamphetamine at center console? It never said that. Um, girl in front seat is a teenage child sex trafficking victim. Stop the car, ask them questions, and they would know. No, if you ran the plate to all those three cars, all it would say was this car's good. Let it keep moving on. 
why are we waiting to get an unregistered vehicle, suspended driver, or some bullshit like that? And once in a blue moon, you may get lucky enough, just may get lucky enough to hit a stolen car. So when you start introducing common sense to the tactics we're employing, <clears throat> opening your eyes and I, you know, it's so funny. Um, what people say something like pretextual stops are not a not a good method of police work. I I somebody said it to me one time. Somebody's advocating that pretextual stops are not a good math, method of police work. Oh, it's not. And I think about all the cases, the high profile cases we had here in New Jersey in the past year. I don't want to go into details in case somebody knows any of these people, but let's let's just say that something traumatic happened, something tragic, right? And what I mean that is, is a, maybe there was a kidnapping. And you happen to be three blocks from the kidnapping, right? Three blocks away. You're three blocks away from the kidnapping. But, you know, pretextual stops are not a thing you guys do. And we think of pretextual, it's an interesting conversation. But because there's something you don't do because you think tickets are, are majorly important, you, instead of paying attention to what's going on in the roadway and maybe seeing the reaction to the person who just committed a kidnapping of a child, nope. It's smarter to have your ass to traffic with a rear radar unit on trying to get people doing 14 over. And when we say pretextual, you're, you're kind of contradictory. Anybody who's saying they don't pretextual, because what are we setting the threshold for stopping people uh, at a speed limit? If you're going to start interdicting speeders, like what's the pretext of that? The pretext is not every violation because then everybody blindly, you would just have to stop every car because nobody is doing 55 and a 55 or under or very few people are doing 55 and a 55. So why not, why wouldn't you just at least take the opportunity? Let's say you don't want to do pretextual stops, even though you're technically are doing pretextual stops and you're technically doing interdiction when you stop any cars because you're either interdicting some kind of crime or you're trying to interdict or stop some kind of moving violation or traffic violation. But the reality is, is why wouldn't you just turn around and look? Wouldn't, wouldn't it make sense to look at traffic and at cars and maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, you'll see something you didn't see before because you didn't think that looking into cars was a part of police work. What are we talking about here? Who Who is saying these things? What is the leadership we are looking for in this profession to have major impact on society? Nobody's saying one person will have major impact, but I promise you 55,000 people, 53, 54 in this group right now, this current day, March, whatever it is, 16th, 2020, and I'm sure we have double the numbers next year at this time. What is the major impact of of 10% of this group going out and changing the way they do things? Not worrying about a license plate. And this is not a, this is not a, a, an opportunity for me to say come take my class, but that's why it exists. That's why it's so popular because you're not held accountable for not knowing what it is. I'm telling you what it is here. I'm telling you this doesn't make any sense. When you start putting some common sense into it and you start, you get beyond your excuses of what you think police work is and your comfort level of, well, ticket writing remains an important part of police work. If you can tell me, if you could explain to me how writing somebody for 14 or 17 over the speed limit is in the same universe as maybe apprehending somebody or stopping a possible kidnapping or robbery, please, I'd love to hear it. Or apprehending somebody in the backseat of a car who's not wearing their seatbelt, who has to give you ID. And they're wanted for molesting children or raping a child or a rape or a burglary. How is that in the same universe? So it's these simple little perspectives that we take to have major impact. And you know, that's my goal. That's my life goal is to say, guys, I know a lot of people came onto this job not to just be hammering fucking tickets out all day. It's not as hard as you think it is. With the you're, You found the group, right? You found the group. And if it's not for you, that's fine. Respect. You want to go out and continue to hammer and pound out tickets all day? 
you know, while, while criminals drive right in front of your face because pretext, but you're pretexting cars. You're saying, this is the speed I'm going to stop cars at. You're, you're, you're already setting your pretextuals. So why not turn the car around and look and open your eyes? And just for the guys and girls who are working foot traffic and foot beats, there's always these, these comms and these norms of your, uh, of, of your day-to-day patrol efforts or your, your whatever you're supposed to do in your work efforts. And understanding when something's not normal is anomaly occurring because you showed up or somebody's acting differently or misbehaving. You have to take initiative to engage and approach those situations and find out what's going on. It is our job to be nosy. That is your job to have audacity, be nosy, ask questions, shake hands, have confidence. What are you going to just ignore things? You're the fucking police. Go up and say hello. Shake somebody's hand and say, hey, what do you got going on here? How's everything? Nice to meet you. You'd be surprised what you'll come out of by just walking up and maybe seeing something in plain view or smelling something in plain smell. Uh, an exception to the written warrant requirement at times for certain states. So, you know, guys, I mean, I hate to be on a rant and a rave this morning. Somebody sent me a message this morning and said, um, we found this, blah, blah, blah. All the teaching was great. Thank you so much. Please don't share. And I said, no, no problem. Great police work is very addicting because once you start getting the bug for being effective, it is very, very addicting to want to go out and continue to be very effective and, and feel like you're having an impact in society. It's just the truth. And for those of us who are blessed enough, the brain to be able to go out and actually impact society at this level and have the good administrative backing to ensure that you can go out into the field and do this work properly, knowing that if you make a mistake by accident, you were genuinely trying to do the right thing, that they'll say, well, we get you were trying to do the right thing. Maybe next time you do it like this instead of doing it like that. Boy, oh boy, I got to tell you, um, don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to the haters. Going out and being a proactive, productive police officer and bringing bad people into the justice system, it does prevent your family, my family, and society as a total from becoming victimized by these folks. We cannot rehab these folks at this junction. Maybe some people are, but they're already preset. Their mind is out there ready to do things against society. And our job as a law enforcement officer is to stop it. Don't let uh, the media fool you. We still have a very important job to do. And many people in this group believe that. That's why they're here. That's why this logo that sits here on my chest Right. That's what it means. The street cop logo means people like us do things like this. We are a a group of police officers who didn't take this job because we needed a job. We took this job because it called to us and that that calling means something and the work means something. And we don't have to chase awards and positions and ranks and all these things to know that we can look ourselves in the face. And I go, you know, what? I did what I could do today as one human being to society to contribute back. And made sure that somebody who was fucked up was apprehended and brought to the justice system. And at a very minimum, a lot of times having these great seizures is a, is a great thing to have. But I got to tell you, there is a great feeling to bringing somebody who commits crimes against hu- other human beings to justice. So observant. Keep your eyes open. You'll be surprised what you see. Take training. Take more training than what we offer. We do offer a lot of training. There's a reason why these training components are in place. They will serve you for a lifetime. We are not taking money from people and saying, hey, you're getting a half-assed product. You see the results. We recognize that everybody needs help and we can be more impactful. So it's the reality of things. And I don't care what people have to say about what we're doing, what we're trying to do. Because we have many families that are thankful, that don't even know that a lot of the, the things that they received as far as comfort, satisfaction, uh, some relief, Maybe they weren't even victimized because of something we taught or a group here 
of people who went out and tried to do a little bit more than the average police officer.